play tonight from the shack in the north side of Fargo. And a pleasant good evening. Jack Michaels, Brian Anderson, Chris Gregg. Tonight, people crowned not one, but two champions in game number one. It's Bismarck Century, the girls. Century coming in with a mark of 23 and 3 on the year. Taking on the upstar Grand Forks River for Rough Riders. The Riders at 24 and 2. Now, the Riders, this isn't David and Goliath. The Riders have, have been consistently making trips to the state tournament, but if you go into that trophy case for Grand Forks Red River High School and you're looking at girls' basketball titles, you'd have to blow the dust off one. That's 1988. They were coached by Gene Royce. Boy, they had some, uh, that was a great club in 1988, but that's it. So you got to go back to 1988, the last time the Riders won a state girls' basketball title. Now, for Bismarck Century, obviously, this team has has been accustomed in the last decade plus of putting titles on the board, and then those seven titles have been in well in terms of recent years you go back to the two tens and 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 so on and so forth so century uh, again in that instance is the goliath in this game tonight the riders are kind of the davids but let's throw that out the window bismarck century got an opening uh, quarterfinal round win against fargo davies and then uh, that win over cheyenne and brad before we look at the starters i would have to think that that first matchup in the girls class a i mean century was challenged immediately that, that pretty much they won that and i think it set the tone for their tournament that's a very good point because it kind of felt like uh, you almost felt like you were playing your what people perceived as the state championship in the opening round and to, and to win that game and to win a tight game like that and you look at how they i mean they had a really tight game with cheyenne yesterday but the way they pulled away probably the last last half the second half they really the way they finished that game i think really set the tone and I think kind of put the stamp on yep centuries century set and ready to go and challenge indeed Logan Nistley yesterday to Brad's point came out buried three threes right away and then got a little quiet but she got help Eden Fridley had a monster second half last day yesterday in that semifinal game afternoon 10 second half points finished with 15 Nistley finished with 16 the Bergen Kinnebrew had one field goal in the first half yesterday in that semifinal round game. And then she went off to the tune of 14 second-half points. That's the problem with Century, is that they can, they can knock you around from various parts of this floor. The Red River Rough Riders, meanwhile, though, uh, watching Jossie Schiller operate, number one is exhausting, but number two, but number two it's a lot of fun. And, and if you champion undersized you know the girls that aren't 5'8 5'9 5'10 6 feet 6'1 and watch what kids can accomplish yeah, one has to look at Jossie Schiller now she's about 5'7 but I'll tell you she orchestrates dictates quarterbacks scores dishes rebounds run the floor and she's part of a press on top of Riley McQuillan that makes it tough in Hartsey so We'll see how this goes. Again, Nate Wellstead telling his girls that to me is the line so far tonight. You've got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Tonight's games are presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional gray. Jack and Brad, Chris Frick tonight. Good to have you on board wherever you might be tuning in to our broadcast. The home team is Century. They'll be wearing white here tonight. They're trimmed in that blue and that red, that red, white, blue Century Patriot. Uniform under the direction of Nate Wellstead. Wellstead's assistance, it looks like a dream team. We talked about Matt Thornton, Matty Crest, formerly Matty Buck, an all-stater from Bismarck Century, and then a standout at the University of North Dakota, Mike Wolf, Trisha Clemish, formerly Trisha Sorensen, another tremendous ball player. And then let's just throw Riley Payne in the mix uh, on that crew, too. And uh, Riley Payne, 
Remember following her at Shanley at Bismarck that this is a dream team. They'll go this way. At one guard, Eden Friendly. Friendly, a five foot nine inch junior. Zoe Austin in the backcourt, a five foot eight inch sophomore. Then you've got those that can do a little bit of everything. Bergen Kennebrew, a Miss Basketball finalist, a six foot senior, Kennebrew. Erica Lee is the post inside, the six foot junior. And then Logan Nisley, and I'll say it again. By the time she graduates across that stage at Century High, she'll go down as one of the most decorated uh, athletes in North Dakota uh, athletics history. Logan Nisley, a multi-sport athlete, six-foot senior in this tournament. Nisley, 18 points, five rebounds. So there are the Patriots starting five. Fridley, Austin, Lee, Kennebrew, and Nisley. For Grand Forks Red River, coached by Ken Rippling, also a fantastic job that he does at that school. We talked about their consistent trips to the state tournament. And uh, Ripplinger is assisted by Eric Sanders, Kane Eulen, and Janet Betty. That one guard is Jossie Schiller. Jocelyn, a five foot seven inch junior, and this young lady has really put on a show this weekend. Hannah Linsinger plays a forward spot. Riley McQuillan is a five four junior to backcourt. Cassidy O'Halloran, a five eight senior. And then inside, now they go with the freshman, 5'11 freshman Ellis Bidell. So for the Riders, they'll go with McQuillan. Schiller, Litzinger, O'Halloran, and Spidell. Spidell will jump it up against Bergen Kinnebrew. I like this freshman, too, for Grand Forks Red River, 5'11", and she has no fear. And she's had to face, you know, watching her, you know, tangle with the Riley Simons of this world. Uh, she does not back down. Not a bad house today, considering that Interstate 94 from Jamestown to Montana was shut down. Talking with some of the Bismarck uh, fans, if you hadn't made it over yesterday, you weren't going to make, it. Gonna no. make it over today. National Guard, there you got to love the <laughs> that honorary ball deliverance to the center court. The National Guard have been doing this weekend. Now that's... That's how I'm on my guard. Oh, yeah, he came out, pulling the ball, raising his hands to the sky. The crowd acknowledging the National Guard. Kennebrew jumping it up for Century. Spidell for Red River. The ball is up, and the State A tournament is underway, and the tip stolen by Century. So Eden Friendly will start up with the ball on a near side entry to Nisley. The matchup, active zone defense by Red River. Again, got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Friendly. Near side again. Nisley goes out. Cross court skip to Austin. Extra pass to Friendly. Shot clock at 11. Tip ball inside. Taken over and stolen by Grand Forks Red River. Red River on a fly. Give it to McQuillan. And now Red River will balance that out against that Century defense. Century matching up man to man. Here goes Jossie Schiller to the rack. Leans in and banks it in. Jocelyn Schiller. The juice got loose. 5'7 junior. Has given the Riders a two point lead. And then Red River. And they have forced, I think the number is somewhere in the neighborhood of 80 plus turnovers in, in postseason play, which is absolutely remarkable. It is not uncommon to turn the ball over 20 plus times against Red River. Kennebrew got loose inside. And Bergen Kennebrew for century ties the game at two. Schiller and Fridley. That's a matchup. Eden Fridley always seems to, to draw that. Opponents, ball handler, and at times score. Great lockdown defender. Schiller, cross court pass caught. That's O'Halloran. Deep three is in. Cassidy O'Halloran carries a triple. I love the start to this game. 5 2. Riders lead by three. This is active. Zoe Austin beats the pressure across the timeline. Austin picks it up, walks into a double. Now reverses out to Fridley. 
Right wing pass to Nisley inside to Kitterbrew. Kitterbrew bumped for a second, rolls it up in the left hand, no good. And a rebound to O'Halloran of Red River. In the hands of Schiller, it is constant motion with these two. Schiller thought about that, squares up her body, pulls it back out and resets. Spidell posting up inside on Erica Lee. Pass comes near side to McQuillan. McQuillan looks off the corner to O'Halloran, and she stepped out of bounds. That's a turnover on Grand Forks. About the third time we've seen that in this tournament. Got two missed basketball finalists on the floor with uh, uh, Kennebrew and also Nisley. That'll be announced after this speedship game tonight. Yeah, looking forward to that. Under the history, we'll talk about the moment. Kennebrew, it's a high low. The low's not there. She skips it to Austin. Austin into a double, slips a pass to Fridley. Shot clock at 13. Good rotation by Century, but maybe better defense by Red River. Austin, corner three, misses everything. Rebound, Nisley, put back as long. She was contested inside, and a loose ball foul on Bismarck Century. Lee and Kennebrew both going for that one. The foul on Erica Lee, her first, team's first. Went to double on the shot, but it left the weak side open for the offensive rebound, and quite frankly, Red River uh, got away with one there with uh, missed opportunity inside. 5-2, Grand Forks Red River leading by three, 15-33, rebounding in the first half, just underway tonight from the State A Girls Championship game. Following our game, we'll be announcing our CI Sport of the Game for both teams as McQuillan on a dribble drive to Spidell, the freshman post to Schiller. Schiller knocked down by Fridley. Fridley picks up the ball. Fridley going for a layup, throws it up and banks it in. Eden Fridley, well, I got the girl in that passing lane. There was that... And Robbins racing going on. The ball got jostled free. Fridley picked it up and put it in. 5-4. The Pats pull within one. Litzinger has it for Red River. Clad in black with red trim. Back cut by Schiller. Steps through. Throws it up. Draws the foul from Lee. And it's two on Erica. And I made Volstead. will have to go to his bench and grab. And he's got a few he can work with. Buckles will get time. Fosden will get time. Graybull will get time. We'll see what he does when we come back. 14.56 remaining in the first half. Time on the floor presented by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. This is the championship night, championship Saturday. Our score, Red River 5, Century Girls 4. It's the State A title on 740, the fan. Back of the Super A, the State A Girls championship game between Grand Forks Red River and Bismarck Century. As Jocelyn Schiller toes the strike, two shots coming for Jossie. Her first free throw is in. Schiller, a five foot seven inch junior, is already committed to the University of, of North Dakota. Gives the Riders a two point lead. And now Red River, oh, second one rattles in and out. Rebound, Spidell, put back too long, no. Rebound tipped out, Litzinger, yes. How about that? Spidell kept the first miss alive, missed her shot, but there was Litzinger, nobody put a body on Hannah. And it's 8-4, Grand Forks Red River, 14-40 remaining in the first half. Kennebrew beats some of that pressure as the Century Patriots looking inside. They did bring in Ashlyn Buckholds after the second foul whistle on Erica Lee. Kennebrew drive and kick. One thing we know for sure, that Riders' defense is absolutely suffocating again. They get another steal on a cross-court pass as Schiller, pounded by Kennebrew, now picked up by Fridley. Jossie Schiller, dribble entry to the right wing to Litzinger, swings it down to McQuillan. McQuillan reached in by Bergen Kinnebrew. In the hands of Schiller, top key, got it by Buckles, driving as Jossie turns, leans, shoots, and scores! And a foul! It's an and one, and the juice is taking over. 
Boy, she's a tough guard, Brad. Switched in defensive assignments. Fredley had her uh, the first handful of possessions, and I see see Century tried to switch that up a little bit. Well, they brought Buckles in, and Ashton went in to try to face guard around that shot and caught part of the body, and Schiller's free throw no good, and that's an uncharacteristic missed toss there. Schiller is one for three for the line, but got the basket, and it's 10-4. Red River leading by six. Kennebrew on the feed from Lone Nisley. Now the ball swung corner. That's Fridley. Patriots trying to get it across and in and cut into this defense. Skip a pass, knocked out of bounds by O'Hallowan, weak side. Again, you just can't get comfortable. It is, it's like Red River's playing with nine girls. <laughs> they do work They do work hard in that defensive set. They get in passing lanes, and, yeah, it's just you can try to space all you want, but, boy, you uh, they uh, they work hard. Canterbury with 7 on the clock to the top of the key. Handoff to Fridley with 4, Fridley with 3. Nice look inside, but the ball out of bounds and turned over. Trying to skip it down low to Ashland Buckles. Our first rider substitution. Hartsey is in. And she's a good-looking ball player. And also Brooklyn Bergeron, who fills in that big spot for Red River. Kind of undersized. Bergeron's 5'9", playing that, that post. And she'll be guarded by Logan Nisley. 10-4. Riders lead by 6. Litzinger for 3. Can't get it. Puts it down on the carpet. Now drives inside. Running sky angle hook. No. Good rebound by Logan Nisley. Logan with a basketball to her right. Advances to Fridley. Century needs the score. Fridley. Jump pass to Kennebrew. Kennebrew drives inside. Little contact. Now cutting his Nisley shot up. No. Partially deflected. Litzinger might have got a hand on it. In the hands of Jossie Schiller. Advances to Hartsey. Hartsey rolls into contact from Kennebrew. That'll be the first on Bergen. Fourth on Century. And two free throws coming for Morgan Hartsey. And really good recognition there by Red River realizing they've got transition opportunity there. They're, it's probably going to be few and far between and they uh, really exploited it. Now a chance to add to the lead. The team loves to run but missing the first free throw. It, you just wonder if some of the misses start to add up in a, in a very critical game like this. Abby Foslin good to see Abby on. She suffered a little bit of a right leg injury yesterday and She's in today. She got that wrapped up from the ankle to the knee. Hartsey gets one of two for Red River. 11-4. The lead is seven for Grand Forks Red River. Century. One thing is to get it across that that press defense. They do that into the front court. But you're not, you can't breathe comfortably. Here's Nisley. Step back three. In and out. Halfway down. And a rebound to Litzinger. To Schiller. Schiller. Inside out. Schiller top key every now and then. She'll just transition and pull up. Not often. Headers left wing to Hartsey, off a screen from Bergeron to Litzinger. Right wing to Schiller, guarded by Fridley. Shot clock at 13, finds McQuillan. Back to Schiller at the top. Schiller on the drive. Schiller against two Patriots. Squeezes one up. No. Rebound for a second was tied up. Kinnebrew has it for Bismarck Century. Bergen Kinnebrew. She'll be attending the University of Mary. And now Schiller will reach in foul. Her first, team's first. With 12-18 remaining here in the first half. Spidell back on for the Riders. And Litzinger will get a first breather. And this lead throws it in. Launches it on top to Eden Fridley. Her pops played right here on this floor. Well, not this particular floor, but this building. Well, not this particular building. <laughs> Fred Fridley, former Bison. Buckles, three balls, swirls in and out. Rebound squeezed out. There's a loose ball. Buckles picks it up. And we've got an injured. Foslin got dinged. 
and Abby Fosden may not be feeling good for Century. She comes up slow. Here goes Kinnebrew. What a shot! Morgan Kinnebrew rolls it in with her left hand. She's got half a dozen. That's, Chuck that four. That might be how they have to solve that defense is through through dribble penetration and see if they can get some buckets in the paint. And that's a good good start in that uh, department for Century. Boy, everything contested now too, Bradley. 11-6. Here's a deep three by Schiller. Launches and it's long off the tab out of bounds. And we've got a five-point lead for Grand Forks Red River with 11.31 to play. And the Riders have missed three free throws in the first half. And right now that's not big. We'll see. Full court, 2-2-1 zone press. Spidell just sits back in the weeds, the big. And then they just let Hartsey and Schiller and McQuillan just race to angles and race to passing lanes. There goes Kinnebrew again off the elbow. Hand off to Fridley in the corner. Fridley inside, almost deflected by Hartsey. Ends up in the hands of Kinnebrew. Kinnebrew back to Fridley. All the action right now in the left wing. Swung on top to Nisley. Can't get a shot. Fridley can from the wing. It's up. It's no good. Rebound long off of Nisley's hands. Picked up by Hartsey. Dribbling on her knees like Curly Neal. Has it poked away. Picked up by Foslin. Her shot good. Nisley poked it away right to Foslin who had the layup. And Century's back within three. Schiller goes through traffic, stumbles down after getting poked away. Now the ball is loose, and here come the pads. Buckles right, buckles left inside, draws the contact from McQuillan. And free throws coming as McQuillan will pick up her first team second. So free throws, and we come back here for the State A Girls Basketball Tournament. We've got a dandy early on. 10.38 remaining in the first half. Our games presented by Luther Family, Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Our score, 11-8. Riders lead it. Free throws to the pass, and we come back on 7.40, the fan. Got a good crowd on hand here tonight. It is championship night and day. Consolations, third place games. We'll get you caught up in all that again throughout our broadcast tonight as Ashton Buckles at the line for Bismarck Century misses the first of a two-shot penalty. 11-8, Grand Forks Red River has a three-point lead. That's now been trimmed to two. Buckholz hits the second one, 11-9. Riders lead by two, 10-38 remaining. We're in the first half and the game clock hasn't started. Well, that's one way to keep the game going longer. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it happens. It happens. You may have missed two, t- two ticks right there, two seconds, and Nate Belstead would use this time to bring Zoe Austin back in maybe... We'll see if she lets in. And normally you don't on an operation like that. Normally she'd have to stay. Oh, they're going to let her in. Good. So Austin is on. Buckholz will leave. And they did. They took those two seconds off. 10.36 remaining in the first half. O'Halloran will throw it in for Grand Forks Red River. In there with Hartsey and Spidell and Schiller and Bergeron. Bergeron plays the five. Schiller comes up for the Riders. Takes over the point. Defended by Fridley off a Spidell screen. Spidell goes down. Pass to O'Halloran left wing. Coming back to get it is Schiller. Schiller fakes right. Dribbles left. Now right. Now stops. Now steps. Now leans in. Look at that shot. Jocelyn Schiller. My goodness, Brad. I'm dizzy. <laughs> 13-9. And she's going to be just fine uh, at the next level. She's only a junior. She's got another year next year. Here's a lob pass in front. Sentry gets it. Here's what you got to do. Austin stepping, pushes the pass. Kennebrew, extra dribble, slides in, uses the window, but it doesn't go. And Spidell, the rebound for Red River. 13-9, Grand Forks, Red River leading by four. 9-50, remaining in the first half. Step out the Riders, running their offense, looking for a cut. The cut in there, but not open. 
They keep it around the perimeter. Hartsey and Schiller. Schiller has the ball in her hand quite a bit. Schiller, nice pass, near side. Hartsey, three, book it. Morgan Hartsey buries a three, and the lead back to seven for Red River. Full court, 2-2-1. Two, two, They're trapping in the back. They trap in the front. They trap everywhere. And Logan Nisley takes a shot, and that's money. That first real good look. Nisley had a step back three earlier. That's how you beat it, and she brings her pants within five. And Brad mentioned two missed basketball finalists tonight on the same team, Nisley and Kinnebrew. How many times have two miss or Mr. basketball finalists come from the same team? Here goes Schiller. Feels she might have the angle. It's cut off, but a great look inside and a blocked shot inside. Nicely done by Sentry. Nisley turned that shot away, attempted by Brooklyn Bergeron. Just at the last second, Red River really solved that well. Nice little diagonal feed, got deep into the paint, but uh, Nisley just just enough at the last second to alter that shot. Nisley, uh, one of the great volleyball players in the state of North Dakota also. Could get up. Inbounds, there's that cross screen on the bottom. Spidell picks it up and puts it in. Nice entry on a set play out of the out-of-bounds. And the freshman is on the board. Her first basket, 18-11. Red River lead back to seven. 8.45 remaining here in the first half. The winner, the State A champion, Century. Again, active, has to be around that zone. Red River getting a handoff. Three-ball corner, up no good by Nisley. Weak side board pulled down by McQuillan. She's only five feet four for Grand Forks Red River. Outlet to Jocelyn Schiller. Schiller's always bouncing on the like the balls, the tiptoes of her feet. She's ready to go anywhere. And now Kinnebrew just pushed Schiller over and accidentally going to pick up her second personal. It'll be two on Bergen, Kinnebrew, five on Bismarck Century. Buckles in. Kinnebrew might have to leave here. Nope, they'll. Yes, she will. No, she won't. Logan Nisley will. Logan Nisley had, uh, was out in a number of games this year with a, with a high ankle spray. Logan Nisley, by the way, is heading to Nebraska. To play for the Cornhuskers. Inside pass caught. That's Litzinger. Skip pass to Schiller. Check that. Yes, Jocelyn Schiller. Schiller again dancing inside. Runs in. Contacted all the way through. And a foul. Fridley had a little hip check. Austin had a little bit of a reach. Take your pick. And Eden Fridley will pick up her first personal. That's the offense move very well. So they, they were able to space things out. Get things out of the paint to open things up for Schiller. She, uh, she can uh, attack from there. We saw last night as Schiller hits the first. Last night, Fargo Davies, even though they, they fell, you know, what that spacing does when you have the speed of like a Ray Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not dissimilar to what the riders do with their spacing. Give Schiller room to run. Jossie hits them both. Well, Schiller looks like she is, she is committed to having a big day again today. That's not a good thing if you're a Patriot fan. 2011 nine-point lead for Grand Forks Red River approaching the eight-minute mark. Jack Michaels, Brad Anderson, Chris Crick, your Saturday night host. Here's a running pass caught by Austin and Sentry. They're just not getting good looks. Kennebrew, drive and dish. Austin, three, long, weak side board. Buckles out of for a second, but it's taken away by Litzinger of Red River. And we got a timeout called. A nice timeout by Kent Ripplinger. We'll take it. Presented by Westfield Oklahoma Life Tribute Center. 7.41 to go in the first half. Our score, the Riders 20, Century 11. Our broadcast presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. It's a State A title game on 7.40, the fan. River, we talk about being tested throughout the course of the season, and the EDC certainly did that. They were 21-1. and Conference 22-2 and coming into the tournament, now 24-2. and this year and they've done it with uh, pretty much the same recipe and the mark of a good team 
is when, Brad, you know what the Riders are going to do, and yet you still struggle trying to beat them. You know? Yeah, and, and I think Red River is, I want to say content, but until Century starts knocking some shots down, and I think they're willing to say, you know what, take those corner threes, take those threes on the wing, go right ahead, because you haven't made very many yet, so, you know, I think we'll, it's, uh, it's we'll exactly, just go get a rebound. Exactly right. And then, yeah, defended rebounded until Century High could start burning it. And, Simple and recipe, and really. Initially, you know, she had a good look at three, but that was a step back 24-foot in the elbow off transition. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got a kid that can light you up, and they've really minimized her effectiveness, at least on the offensive front here in the first half. 12 on the shot clock for the Riders. 20-11, the, the Riders leading it by nine. Now it's at seven as Jossie Schiller goes up and under Fridley and draws the foul from Eden. That's the second personal on Eden and now that's 17 fouls this is a shooting foul and here's the deal you can man up with Jossie Schiller and Eden Fridley's an athlete but even great athletes have trouble staying and keeping her in front and that's that Schiller well, the Sem boys just walked in I wonder if they're going to combine for 80 tonight right-hander shot is up and <laughs> the boys championship speaking of Grand Forks Red River Riders and Spartans coming up next 10-point lead for the Grand Forks Red River Roughriders and Schiller already in double figures with 10. Whitehander's shot is up and good. She's got 11. And the fact that she has already attempted seven free throws in this game is not a, also a good sign for Bismarck Century. That talks about her driving and unable to kind of keep her in front. 22-11, and the Riders have doubled up Century. Now they're trapping Century. They somehow squeeze it out. Austin to Buckholz. Back to Zoe Austin. Austin looking for Nisley in the corner. Got Logan, but right on her is McQuillan. Shot clock at 10. Buckholz drives around the elbow. Throws in the corner. It's taken away. And that is the Riders in a nutshell. Nice steal there by Litzinger. The ball advanced to McQuillan in the front court. Dribbles through traffic. Steps back. McQuillan, by the way, can light it on. I like her shot, too. It's kind of a rainbow type three. Schiller ends up with it, enters it right wing to Hartsey, now reverses to Litzinger, jabs left, looks right, throws left to Schiller, almost taken away by Austin. Shot clock at eight, here goes Jossie again to the racket, is up and contested there. She ends up down and the shot doesn't go, the rebound of Century. Well, there was a little contact on that one too. Pats in the front court, Nisley pick it up, find Austin. They put Kinnebrew high, and then you've got two in the corner, and they're trying to cross against it, pass, and that's Nisley. Three ball rims out, rebound McCullum, loose ball foul on Buckholz. And for Buckholz, that's her second personal, will walk to the other end to shoot bonus free throw. Well, they've definitely won the battle. You know, they've got they got into the bonus. You talked about how many times Schiller's been to the free throw line. And again, Nisley just has not been able to get comfortable. Got that catch. They skipped it back, but... Red River able to just close out enough and just contest that shot and just sped her up about a half second. That uh, that half second sometimes is all you need. McQuillan free throw good in you know something. When I asked Nate Wellstead, I said, "Can you simulate this?" And he said, "Well, you know, Bismarck's kind of like this, but not like this. It, it's tough to simulate Red River. Second one is in. And when you meet down in a state tournament, uh, that's a quick study. 24-11." Riders' biggest lead is a Baker's dozen. 6.05 remaining until halftime. And a pull-away steal by Hartsey. Picked the pocket of Logan Nisley in the hands of Schiller. 
Schiller dribbles away from traffic, stops on a dime, throws it near side to McQuillan. McQuillan gets in deep, throws it up with her left hand, it rolls out. Put back, Spidell is off. Put back, third time, not a charm. Oh, they had three looks in there and couldn't get it. A lot of paths into the traffic area. Canterbury with a timeout called by Century. I think Nate Wellstead said, look, we're down 13. There's 541 remaining. Let's get a good look here. And that's a smart staff over there that's going to try to figure out. But I'll go back to this. Every team knows what the riders are going to do. It's about executing. Earlier today, Brad, we had the uh, consolation bracket of the boys. Minot High defeating Legacy 64-36. to So Minot was able to bounce back after that opening round loss to Red River. Yep, I had to held off Jamestown yesterday and finished it strong with a, uh, with a win over Legacy. So they uh, take home fifth. And third place game, a good one. Two teams that maybe expected and a lot of people thought would be in the championship game. Played a pretty, pretty good one today as well. Uh, 72-68, the win for Davies. Brian Erickson for Century last night. We found out after the game playing with a flu bug was, was vomiting sick. at halftime, and we didn't, you know, you only learn that afterwards, for goodness yeah. sakes. Well, good. Anthony Doppler struggled last night. I believe 0 of 11 yes. from the floor. At Had a 19, good game today. Yeah, 19 points. Jackson yeah. Bicewinger, 20 for Davies. Minot girls win the consolation title on the girls' side. West Fargo Cheyenne defeating West Fargo for third place today. And Red River, now well, their girls just forced another turnover. Boy, it has been the story. Here goes Schiller, got inside, pushes one up. No, rebound, put back, good, McQuillan. They're not just getting one look. They're getting two, sometimes three, 26-11. The Riders lead by 15, and it has been the defense that has turned into the offense. Man, alive can they turn you over. Again, it's if you're familiar with the Northern Sun, it's like watching Minnesota State play basketball with that swarming. And they're in a zone, but it's so active. You have to work twice as hard for every shot. Where are the holes in this defense? Canterbury, weak side, Nisley. Nisley trying to create is fouled on the shot, and even that not an easy look. You know, you can you can cross-court pass and screen and all of that as O'Halloran caught part of Nisley's arm, her first team's third. You know, you can skip a pass and do all that, and that's fun, but here's the problem. The Riders, they're so active, they're going to pick that pass off nine times out of ten. Nisley hits the first. She's got three. She's one of the Miss Basketball finalists that we'll be announcing after the game here in the girls' side. Bergen Kinnebrew, the other one, and two free throws made that are actively playing right here. 26-13. Century trims the deficit to 13. 4-49 remaining in the first half. O'Halloran in there. Bergeron back in. Schiller wants a three. Step back, takes it, and oh, that one halfway down and popped out. Boy, grazed off inside the hoop, both sides of the iron. Nish advances. This is Foslin. Foslin playing a little, not 100% with that injury. Swing it to Nisley, forget it. Open three. Oh, she missed it. Boy, she is a little bit more. A little rebound stolen by McQuillan. Logan Nisley not going to miss that open three too often. Outlet now to Jossie Schiller. Schiller hesitates. Boy, she just looks like a cat. After about nine mice when she has the basketball. Here's a stolen ball by Kennebrew. Bergen, Kennebrew the steal. Bergen with a right hand. Bergen, one, two, step, rolls it up, draws the foul. And Schiller, the nearest body there, will pick up her second personal foul. That's the fourth on the Riders. Well, Century's 0 of 7 from three-point range right now. So we saw, although that time on that three in the previous possession from Nisley, felt like she was in rhythm on that one. But again, we've talked about where... Century's going to have to try and maybe get some points in transition, and you know you're just going to have to try and manufacture some points uh, in 
kind of some un, uh, uncomfortable ways, I guess. Yeah, the one or two Kinnebrew gets and brings the deficit to 12 for century. And against his zone, you'd think, well, I'll just stick a kid in the middle and throw it to a wing and take a shot. Well, not working that easy right now for century. 26-14. Riders lead by a dozen. Riders with the ball. No reach in foul. And Erica Lee just picked up her third. He's going to send Josie Schiller to the line. That is not what Nate Wellstead wanted in two ways. Her to pick up her third because that's her big. And the fact of where the foul occurred is the other major problem there. So Buckholz will come back in replacing Erica Lee, who just picked up her third. 3.52 remaining here in the first half. 26-14. There is a West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center timeout on the floor. You know, it's the little things that make the difference. West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. Big props to all of our great sponsors. This game presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. CI Sport, part of that fan vehicle that Brad trudged through six inches of new snow to get to the uh, shack tonight. That fan vehicle also presented by Tommy's Express Car Wash, by Linex, Olsen Pools and Spas, and Satellite Solutions, along with Mattel Ford. Our game sponsors also, Broadband Association of North Dakota, high-speed internet to North Dakota, and the West Fargo Public Schools. And we thank all of those in Summit Carbon Solutions, revisiting our Summit Carbon Solution keys to the game. Well, if you are Ken Ripplinger, this is exactly, and I mean exactly how you laid it out. You couldn't drop a better recipe, quite <laughs> frankly. I mean, they're working hard in that zone. They've got Sentry not comfortable. I mean, even when they've got open looks and that, you know, we talk about threes and rhythm. They haven't knocked shots down. They haven't knocked threes down. And I think Red River's just content. You know what? We're going we're gonna to do what we're going to do you got to knock some shots down before we're going to think about making any kind of adjustment. Well, you said it best, too, Brad. The, uh, the three-point field goal, you know, Century has got an offer going right now. So that's a, that's a concern. You know, if you can knock a couple of those down, maybe you can give yourself a little breathing room. Jossie Schiller is back at the line. It's like a uh, an Elks hoop shoot for Jossie Schiller here in the first Knights half. Knights of Columbus free throw <laughs> contest. That's right. Weren't those great? Ours is always at St. Joseph's at Williston. Oh, I say uh, our, our school, uh, Trinity Elementary, I think, said a few of those. <laughs> I'm, I'm more than certain we have. Schiller gets both free throws. She would have got another one had uh, she missed because there was a lane violation. And Jesse Schiller would get the blue ribbon <laughs> she, so far. She would, she'd be advancing to the Aberdeen region. <laughs> That's right. 28-14. <laughs> Riders lead by 14. Boy, those were intense Saturday mornings. Then he went out for breakfast. Kennebrew at the high post. This is what you do. Drive, contact made, blocking foul, and this is going to go against Hannah Litzinger. The Litzinger's first, team's fifth. It, it seems like that's what Nate is drawing up here. you got to get that. How many times have we seen them attack from, like, the high post free throw line area? I bet you can count it on one hand. Kennebrew's free throw in. See what pops. Mark, great athlete in his own right. Free throw good. Kennebrew's got six points. That leads the pass. Nisley has four. Second one up by Bergen, and she'll be doing that on the hill in Bismarck for Rick Newman and the Mary Marauders. Two free throws made. Again, brings the deficit within 12. 28-16. Riders leading by 12. 329 rebending first 10. 740 the fan bringing you the state championship game. Here's a banked in three by Cassidy O'Halloran, and I would say maybe she got lucky. Brad, she's done that, I think, three games in a row in this tournament. I just think she's good. She's the Steve Miserak of the state tournament, a poke away steal. 
by McQuillan, who hands it back to Jossie Schiller. Well, Hanneman's got that great spin. Here goes the juice. She got loose and banked it in. It is all riders. It is all riders. Great recognition. Knew that Fridley had two fouls and had to play a little cautious and tentative defensively. And once she got in the paint, she was not going to be stopped. 15 for Schiller. Cross-court pass. That's what we're talking about. Picked off by the riders. Again, Sentry, it's the right play to skip, but... Boy, you, you got to be aware of that weak side zone defender. That was too easy. That was an interception. Litzinger squares up on Kinnebrew. Kinnebrew got those long arms. She could poke it away. Litzinger, good reverse dribble and has her shot blocked to the bounds by Bergen. Kinnebrew, 226 remaining in the first half. 33-16, a 17-point lead. Fosland, Fridley will leave. Graybull is on for Bismarck Century. Buckholtz also back in. And now the freshman post by Delon and Bergeron. Good minutes by Bergeron. You know, she may not get in the scoring calling as much, but she's a post defender. Yeah, what she does in the uh, in the post and what Hartsey does in the perimeter are very similar in how they uh, what their jobs are. Yeah, good assessment. McQuillan, four and a shot clock. Can't get one. Somebody better fire it up. Well, Halloran better. Nope, it's poked away. They did, they did get it off. Now they'll say they didn't get it off. Well, it didn't touch the iron anyway. Got blocked. Well, Century got a stop at 2-12 remaining in the first half, but there's going to be a lot to talk about at halftime in that locker room for Bismarck Century. However, I think the only thing that, that they could do better as they nearly throw it away to backcourt, they just have to execute better. Not like they're making terrible decisions, but they nearly walk against a trap in the front court. Maybe better ball rotation. Kinnebrew, look at that collapse, and she invents a shot, missed it, but draws the foul. And that has been the only thing, as Brad mentioned just moments ago, that's been effective as Litzinger is going to pick up her second personal. But Red River adjusted well when she caught that. It was a triangle of defenders in that high post area. Have you ever seen the movie Piranha? No. Second one, second one, no good. It's a cheesy movie, but it is. It's as if that's what it is. You drop a piece of meat, and it's just like how piranhas right. attack. It's like sharks in a pool of blood. My yes. Goodness gracious. Sentry got to start knocking down some throws, too. Kennebrew gets one of two. And Bergen, four for six for the line. I think Ashton Kennebrew is all-conference player at Bismarck State. Had a nice uh, nice run at, uh, at home at BSC, too, for the Mystics. Good athletic lineage. 33-17. Riders lead by 16. There's the pass inside tip. Nice arms. Kennebrew got a piece of it. And now here comes Century. They finally get a turnover. Gray Bull enters in the right corner. The Riders turn it over, and they almost feel mad that they did. They usually turn that back into turnovers. Kennebrew again walks through traffic, spins one up. There was contact, but not enough for the call. And a rebound to Spidell, to Atlas, to Schiller. Schiller with a minute 20 remaining until halftime. The Riders leading by 16. Remember, Grand Forks, Red River, last title 1988. George Michael was topping the charts. Jocelyn Schiller in the right wing, picked up by Zoe Austin. Shot clock at nine. Watch the screen. Dribbles to the left. Throws over, left wing, this is O'Halloran. O'Halloran cradles the ball, missed the rim, picked it up. Missed the rim again, contested by Logan Nisley. Kinnebrew comes out of it with the ball. And Bergen Kinnebrew with Schiller behind her, drives right to the rack, throws it up and put it in. Bergen Kinnebrew has been a big chunk of century in the first half. Now in double figures with 10 and brings the patch within 14. 33-19, Riders leading by 14, but Century a little more on their side. Schiller on the other end goes into Kinnebrew, and a foul is called. She forces you to foul, and Bergen is going to pick up her third personal foul. That's now three on Kinnebrew, 
Lee's got three. Mm. Ten team fouls and Schiller shooting two. Fifteen first half points for Jossie Schiller. I mentioned earlier, Schiller shooting all these free throws is, is not a good sign for anybody that's playing Grand Forks Red River. It says a lot about her attack. says about your inability, I guess, to square up. It, it says a lot. Got the first lead to 15. Second one on its way and no good. But the rebound, Spidell again. Put Mac is off. Rebound to Grable. Okay, Red River just beaten Century on lots of areas. A wraparound pass to Buckles. Boy, do they need this. Yes, sir! Ashland Buckles hits a three. And Bismarck Century climbing a little bit closer. In within 12. Riders taking that final shot of the first half. They leave the lane open. Steps through. Contact and a blocking foul. Space opened up. In Century, how they're doing. And this is going to pick up her first. Team's 11th. So they're letting Jossie beat the 15-foot the mark, and then, Brad, they're collapsing to try to take a charge. But a little bit late, obviously, on this one. That's the plan. Two shots. Free throw good. That might be something when she makes the, the, the jump to the college level where sometimes she may not get that call. That's where she's going to have to learn to maybe stop and pop at about a 10, 12-foot range. Schiller hits the first. She's 9 of 12 from the line of the first half. This is a huge first half for Schiller. Second one is in. And she'll come out. They don't want to get a, a cheap foul on a third foul on Schiller before half. So 4.4 seconds remaining in the first half. The lead is 14 for the Riders. Four seconds. Down down to three. Nisley has it for century. Down to two. Nisley half court shot long. No good. And we've approached halftime. And right now, Grand Forks Red River might be playing one of their best games of this tournament. And they've played two good ones already. And right now, Century has a lot to discuss, a lot to think about, as do we. Our halftime show coming up next. So West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center, time on the floor. This game presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. At the break, it's Grand Forks Red River 36, Bismarck Century 22. Our halftime show is coming up next on 740 The Fan. North Dakotans have never been the kind to sit around and wait for help. In the 1950s, when national providers refused to bring telephone service to rural communities, we did it ourselves. That fighting spirit is still with us. It's motivated us to create the most robust fiber network in the country. It's empowering North Dakotans to rethink the future of farming. By banding together, we'll keep doing it ourselves for decades to come. The Broadband Association of North Dakota, keeping North Dakota connected. Enhance your skills and boost your career prospects with the Upskillathon competition launched by the Fargo-Moorhead West Fargo Chamber Foundation. Find free online training courses, resources, and compete in a fun and engaging way to explore new careers. Prizes up to $1,500 are up for grabs in three age categories. Anyone in North Dakota or the FM area and neighboring counties in Minnesota can register by March 31st. Visit communityskilling.org forward slash nd. Welton's Tire Service has proudly provided their customers with superior tire and maintenance service for over 50 years. Family-owned and operated, Welton's Tire Service will always provide amazing service at an affordable cost, making it well worth the drive. They have a variety of warranties on their immense range of tires and on-farm tire service. So when your farm equipment needs repair, let the experts at Welton's Tire Service in Lisbon come to you. Welton's Tire Service, always happy to help. Give them a call or visit them online at weltonstire.net. 
Are you looking for a way to make a difference in the world? Come out to the Fargo Dome from January 5th through the 15th in 2024 for Feed My Starving Children. Together we can pack 10 million meals for children in need across the globe. It'll take the support of 50,000 volunteers to make this event a success. You can help by being a sponsor, making a donation, or volunteering. It's that simple to turn hunger into hope. Make a positive impact on the world and visit FargoPack.org to learn more today. of Schiller. Top key got it by Buckles. Driving as Jossie turns, leans, shoots and scores and a foul. It's an end one and the juice is taking over. Schiller nice pass. Near side. Hartsey three. Book it. Morgan Hartsey buries a three and the lead back to seven for Red River. Cross going pass. Caught. That's O'Halloran. D3 is in. Cassidy O'Halloran. Perry's a triple. I love the start to this game. Back at the shack at halftime, 36-22. Bismarck uh, Century trailing Grand Forks Red River, and it really has been all Red River on the in this game. You couldn't uh, couldn't be more pleased, I think, if you're Coach Kent Ripplinger on the performance of his team. Now, granted, he's not exactly, they're not tearing the nets out, uh, Brad, today in on field goal percentages, shooting 31% here in the first half, but they've gotten to the charity stripe a number of times, and, of course, they the, the turnovers are, are starting to add up a little bit. Red River's going to turn the ball over, too, but it's just that it, it seems like that when they turn others over, it, it seems to work better for them. You know what I mean? It's like, because the turnovers a lot of times. effective, yeah. Right? You know, you could have you know, Red River the other day, you know, they had 18 turnovers, but they, they forced 23 turnovers, you know. So, you know, it's just that they are able to, to get theirs more. Now the 25-year anniversary team out there, Rick Fletcher has been texting me all weekend long, and, and uh, they're going to be celebrating this. Of course, Craig Murray, the late Craig Murray, dear friend, and to all of us, Brad, and then uh, you, know, you look at look at this reunion team, that girls basketball team in 1997, Dustin Payne and company, and you know Shanley. We talked about eras in uh, in a girls basketball, and if you look back at the history of it, you know I mentioned Whittleston early had those big runs. You know Shanley had had a couple of runs, but some big runs. You know, Jamestown was solid back in the day. Mandan then just took over and had a huge run. And recently, maybe the Sens in that. But those Shanley teams, you know, under Kirk Murray and company, I see Rick out there. Man alive did Shanley produce some, some tremendous basketball team. Lisa Schwinden out there as well. As we, uh, as we know her for the links, but uh, yeah. So Angie Wellies uh, of the girl that went on to Iowa State. So just really good to see that. I will throw one note in here. If you like history, Jocelyn Schiller with 18 points here uh, at the uh, at the break. And in case you're wondering, the most points in a championship game was set in 1984 by Doreen Heisler. And Doreen Heiser, everybody knows, you should probably, were the Heisers from Devil's Lake. Doreen had 33 points in a championship game, Devil's Lake versus Boppington in 1984. 33. Jocelyn Schiller uh, today has 18 at the break. She's 15 away. And by the way, she might get that just in free throws in the second half. <laughs> well, 
10 of 13. I mean, that's that's kind of her game. Patriots involved her. Well. She got Fridley uh, involved her. She got uh, Kenna Brewer third foul as well. So, you know, it's uh, kind of double-edged sword in that, uh, sword in that regard. So. No question about it. Let's look at those first-half uh, team numbers in this one. The Grand Forks, Red River Roughriders, 10 of 32 from the uh, the field. Bismarck Century, 26% from the field on 7 of 26 uh, shooting from the field. Hey, uh, I was going to see if we can get Ricky to come over here, too. Not just because CI Sports are a sponsor for our CI Sport of the game. <laughs> but we'll have a chance to chat with Rick a little bit later on. Free throws the difference here. 13 of 17 for the Riders in the first half. 7 of 10 for Century. Century shooting it okay, just not not there as much as the Grand Forks Red River. Brad mentioned the Riders plus 9 in the rebounding column. 22-11 in the first half, including nine offensive rebounds in the first half. Eight turnovers for the Pats, seven for Grand Forks, Red River. Individually in this game in the first half, the Riders led by Jossie Schiller, the juice. She has exactly lit him up for the field. That's probably coming in the second half, knowing Jocelyn Schiller, four of 14 for the field, but 10 of 13 from the charity stripe. 18 points for Jocelyn Schiller at the break. Castillo Halloran was six. Four apiece for Ronnie McQuillan and Morgan Hartsey. Two for Ella Spidell and Hannah Litzinger for the Riders total of 36. The Riders led in rebounds in the first half by Ella Spidell, who's pulled down six uh, rebounds in the game. For Bismarck Century, it's been Bergen Kennebrew. Kennebrew with 10 points at the break. Four apiece for Ashton Buckles and Logan Nisley. Two for Eden Fridley and Abby Foslin for the Century total of 22. The Pats that are rebounding today by Nisley and uh, with three and Buckles with three in the first half. It all adds up to a 36-22 Grand Forks Red River lead. We'll come back as our halftime show continues from the State A Tournament. It is Championship Saturday and at the break it is Red River 36, Century 22, the State A Tournament. You're here the, at the 25th anniversary. Good to see one of my Dearest friends in the planet as Jossie Schiller drives on a knock free and then the ball is out of bounds. Rick, congratulations, the recognition. Of course, you guys won so much. Like every year you're coming up for a 25th anniversary, aren't you? I would like to do it again, but I guess, I guess the run's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look good out there, Rick, because you watch this game, Fletch, and you've coached so much, and Schiller's running layup rolls off the iron rebound century. Did you ever face a team with this kind of pressure like the Red River puts on? No, Grand Forks has just done a really good job of getting uh, Century out of their game, and Century can start hitting some shots. They could get right back into this game. They've had some good looks. In the 2-3 zone, here's one that'll help. Nisley's three is off rebound on Halloran. Now, Brad was talking about that, too. You know, yeah, it's a 2-3 zone, but it's so active. It looks like they're just trying to get it to that elbow and then penetrate, but even the kicks are getting either picked off or you're missing shots. Yeah, and everything. They've had some good looks, Century has. They just haven't hit those good looks, and I think that would really help calm them down a little bit. They could get one of these open looks. Rick, uh, you look like a million dollars, and here's McQuillan. Jumper rims out, no good rebound to Erica Lee. Enjoy the rest of this. We're going to loose ball foul on the Grand Forks Red River. Uh, the shame is that with the weather, the, uh, the, we didn't get the full, full unit back. No, we lost five of, of our key people that we'd love to have. Angie Willie would have been great to have here. Heidi Morgan, Nikki Lear, they were big parts of that team. Shanley High, baby, so uh, good stuff. Rick, thanks, brother. Thank you, Jack. Rick Fletcher joining us, the coach of that team, 25-year anniversary. And boy, a guy that does so much for the community. And of course, Julia's wife and a Pray for Gray Foundation. Uh, just excellent. 36-22, riders lead by 
14. Sanchez with the ball. The last foul whistled on Ella Spidell. Her first behind the back is Kinnebrew. Right wing. Shot fake by Fridley. Shot clock at one. Throws it up. Deflected. Picked up. Shot clock goes off. It'll be a violation. As the ball never touched there and after the block. And much the same, at least in the first minute or so here of the second half. You've got to, it's, it's like, it's like playing through quicksand trying to score on Grand Forks Red River. So Jocelyn Schiller, keep that in mind again, 15 points away from that championship record. Schiller drives offensive foul. Logan Nisley said, Jossie, if you want to drive, I'm standing. Now Schiller's argument is that the defender was inside the circle, and that is probably Kent Ripplinger's argument here, but they're not going to win it. Logan Nisley, smart player, draws the charge. Schiller with three, and he might want to put a little asterisk or red flag right there. She stirs the Riders drink. 36-22. Century down 14. This has got to be a shot. It is. Step back, Fridley. Got to hit it. She does. There's a lot of goddess there. Needed Fridley. Hits a three. The first, second three made by Century in this game. 36-25. The Pats have pulled within 11. The Riders trying to counter. Schiller going right at Fridley at the top of that man-to-man defense. Now pulls it on. McQuillan works her way through the paint. The pass goes right wing to Litzinger. Litzinger into the corner to Jocelyn Schiller. Got the baseline. Leads inside. Good drop down pass to Spidell. Missed the shot. Rebound Kennebrew weak side. And now Kennebrew and the pass run around. They look like they've got a little bounce in their step. Corner Nisley. Nisley's shot fake. Slings it near side to Austin. Lost the ball. Fumbled out of bounds. And it goes over to Grand Forks Red River. So let's see now with, with Schiller with the three fouls, Jack. That time she was over in the corner. I wonder if they're going to try and maybe not have her attack the paint so much just to avoid picking up number four in that regard. Boy, and, and, and Century, you know, designed something to, to to lure her into those areas probably. Yeah, I'm curious. Is Schiller always back and forth, north, south, east, west, diagonal, and a check foul and a moving screen on Spidell. Seattle's going to pick up her second personal 13 foul. 15 minutes to go in the second half. 36-25. Grand Forks Red River leading by 11. Spidell has picked up a couple. Now, she's the big for, for the Riders. Century's Erica Lee, by the way, has three. So she's playing with three fouls for Bismarck. Century on the floor. Bergen Kinnebrew's playing with three fouls for Century on the floor. Fridley steps through and bumped into by... Cassie O'Hattowin, O'Hattowin picks up her second. And the team's four. 14-47 remaining, second half, 36-25, Grand Forks Red River with the lead. The boys to follow, Fargo North and Red River, a state aid title boys game. That's coming up next. West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center, time on the floor. Our game with 14.47 to go in the second half. The Riders 36, Century 25. It's a state aid title game on 7.40, the fan. We're coming to you from the shack here on the north side of Fargo, the State A Girls Championship game. Jack Michaels, Brad Anderson, Chris Crick, 36-25. Riders lead by 11, but Sentry, for the first time in a long time, can cut this into single-digit deficit. And the Pats know, and they're taking their own time. There goes Kinnebrew's sweet move, Bergen. As Kinnebrew drops it in, she's got a dozen. And just like that, that lead has been trimmed to nine. And plenty of time remaining. 
So Jossie Schiller off a screen from Spidell. Flares out, drives on Fridley, dropped down, fell down. Safety valve pass to Halloran, who pulls the trigger. Short, no good. Rebound Fridley. Tied up for a brief second, but not enough to call the jump. Outlet comes near side. Nisley bullet pass to Buckled. Swing it to Kennebrew. Kennebrew lobs it to Logan. Logan doesn't need much space. Runs into a shot and buries it. At six for Nisley, and that lead has been trimmed to seven. On the other end, McQuillan to the rack. It's up no, and Buckholz is going to pick up her foul. And for Ashlyn, that's her third personal. One thing to watch here, O'Halloran's kind of holding her. I don't know if it's her ribs or kind of her midsection. So I don't know if she maybe took a shot. She's trying to get maybe get wind back, but she's struggling a little bit. Good to keep an eye on that. McQuillan, free throw, in and out, in and out. Yeah, they're going to get her out of the lineup. She may have maybe on that, uh, maybe even on that last little action. Ryan McQuillan had a big game yesterday, just good defensive game for her. Second one, I like her rotation. It's like one solid knuckleball rotation. That's how her threes go, too. They're fun to watch. She gets one of two, 37-29, and at least for the time being, the Riders have stopped some of that bleeding. Lead back to eight. 13-39 remaining in the second half. Fridley under immense pressure from Hartsey. Finds Kinnebrew under immense pressure from Schiller. Lob pass caught. And he weaves side. That's Fridley. Fridley tiptoes the sideline. Is bottled up in the corner. Tries to throw it off a leg. Now it's stolen by Hartsey. Hartsey gets it out of the pan. Now it is tied up. And the arrow will keep it with Century. The last place you want to be at the Shack or any floor is all the way deep in the corner with two defenders all over you. And you've used up your dribble. Well, the officials will go confer on the arrow to the far side. Remember, uh, Fargo North boys and Grand Forks Red River boys, the night camp tonight. In between that, we'll be announcing the North Dakota Miss Basketball winner. 13-22 remaining. Earlier today at the State Aid Tournament, everybody else is either hopefully on their way home unless they're west of Fargo-Moorhead. And, of course, the weather has... Certainly I-29's open, because looking at that Red River crowd, that's a good house tonight. But earlier today on the boys' side, the consolation championship goes to Minot High. The Dean Wincheski's boys uh, defeating Legacy 64-36. to The third-place game went to Davies over Century 72-68. to On the girls' side, Class A earlier today, Minot High defeating Legacy 77-76. to Lily Bell went for 26 today. Lily Bell, the freshman for Minot at a 22-point uh, opening round game. You know, they got beat by Red River. And then her, her second game, Lili Bell decided to drop 38 on Bismarck. And then the uh, third-place game, or I should say the consolation game, she decided to drop 26 on Legacy and finished with 86 in the uh, the tournament. So 37-29, couple ticks on the clock. Doesn't matter. Lazy inbounds pass to Missley, and that's what Century does. Any good team has a good inbounds play whether there's 10 seconds, 12 seconds, or two, and Nisley came running in for the side. She's got eight. Got a lead trim back down to six. The inbounds plays now have been just, it must be a lot of it. Most of it's a math, you know, he teaches calculus. I'm sure the angles are there. Schiller's used up her dribble and needs help. Finds McQuillan. McQuillan somehow dribbles through the pylons like a defensive driving course. Now Schiller on top, defended by Graybell. Shot clock at three. McQuillan heard the crowd scream and count down and took a premature three. That happens from time to time now in these gyms where those student bodies start counting down the shot clock before. Got some graffiti. 
Here's Kennebrew inside. Good drop down pass to Lee. McQuillan, though, got her hand on it, took it away. Now it's in Bergeron's hands, and the Riders force a turnover. Twelve and a half remaining in the second half. Schiller tiptoe with her head fake, tries to look inside. Nothing there. Jossie gives to Hartsey. Hartsey back to Jossie. Schiller enters left wing, starts the play. Goes weak side, coming across his Litzinger. Reverse pivot, finds Schiller off a screen from Bergeron. Bumped by Lee, step back Schiller. No, extra pass. Is it a good one? Three ball is long by Litzinger, and it's out of bounds. It'll stay with Grand Forks Red River. Schiller tries to drive in the paint. You've seen Kennebrew kind of lay off her defender and just kind of hang around kind of that high post free throw line area in case she has... uh, visions and inklings of trying to drive. I wonder if they're not going to make Jossie because of her field goal percentage. One second on the shot clock and McQuillan did touch iron back to that. <laughs> missed it. I wonder if they're not going to force her. If she's going to shoot, it's going to be from deeper. Well, Century, again, this is a team of experience and a lot of titles. They've been a lot of different types of games. They know how to handle it down double digits. Well, they've trimmed the deficit to just six. Zoe Austin, strong guard. One, two, step, banked it short. Great move. And the rebound ripped out, stolen by Austin. First put back is off. And a rebound out to Schiller. She wants to run. Doesn't have numbers. Two on three. Here goes Jossie. Nobody stopped her. It's good. And a foul. Holy cow. 20 points for Schiller and Brad. Nobody stopped the ball. Yeah, it was just surprising. I kind of at a loss for words as to why. The first thing to do with Schiller is probably try to run up ahead an angle as Fridley picks up her third free throw good by Schiller. She's got 21. That's the first field goal for Red River here in the second half. How about that? 11-8 to play in the second half. 40-31, to 31, a nine-point Riders lead. And Century's also in dangerous foul trouble with key personnel and a hand check foul going to be called here. Bergeron looked like she had a little hand check there on that drive. And Brooklyn will pick up her first team's fifth. Yeah, the old hand check. Can't have a hand on a hand. Well, you can. You just can't keep it there for long. Inbounds comes to Kinneberg. This is the inbound just to set up a little driving action. Now she dribbles into a double team. Now the ball. Well, near a near steal. And McCullen has spent as much time on the floor as she has, like, on her feet. She's just a go-getter. I tell you, she's five feet, what, four it doesn't matter. I told her last night, I said, the one thing, Riley, they can't measure heart like that. Here's a deep three put up by Nisley off the back tab. Rebound tipped, and Jocelyn Schiller dribbles out of the crowd for the basketball. And here she goes. Schiller against Fridley. Schiller bumped on the block. Schiller goes down, dribbling on her knees. And timeout called by Ken Ripplinger. Saved the possession. You know, Schiller's like a human bumper car. Just goes right into you. 10.57 to go in the second half. We'll break. Timeout presented by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. Our score, the Riders 40, Century 31. This game presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. 10.57 to go. 40-31. Riders lead. Back after this on the fan. 10.57 remaining in the uh, second half. In A basketball, they play two halves. On the B side, they play quarters. Speaking of which, Class B Boys Tournament. We'll break down that uh, also today. Get you set for that action next week. And uh, the Biz Bang, as my friend Dave St. Peter of the Twins calls it, Bismarck Bandan and Bismarck Event Center. But here it's about the State A, the Super A, 40-31, to 31, Grand Forks Red River. Now, they've been protecting a lead 
uh, pretty much from the start. And the Riders, you know, had this thing deep into double digits. They're up by 14 and a half. It has been trimmed to nine. The Riders with the ball. Schiller never comes out. Just did a shake and bake. Got inside. Missed the layup inside. And for the rebound. But she once again beat her defender to the rack. Jossie, a big smaller face going, how did I miss that layup? Schiller sometimes shoots to get an and one at times. And she's had a couple in this game. So now the Pats got the stop, if you will. Can they put it into points? Nisley catches the baseline, and Nisley throws it to Kennebrew. Weak side jumper is up. No. Flying in for the board is Century's Highs. Graybull and Graybull fouled McQuillan and Bergeron on that baseline, and Bergeron picks up her second. That is the team sixth. Bergeron will come out. Spidell will check in. 40 31. Riders lead by nine, 10.26 to go in the second half. Yeah, we haven't seen Cassidy O'Halloran. She is back on the bench there, but uh, she got shaken up a few minutes ago, and I don't know at what point we'll see her back in the lineup. Wow, and O'Halloran's hit some big shots in this tournament. Kennebrew into a double team. Litzinger and Spidell, those are the bigs on that side. Bergen is trying to walk out of there and finally finds Austin, who throws a little hip check on Hartz. He gives the Nisley corner three! Logan Nisley. Water seeks its level. Got seven in the second half. 11 for the game. And add three by Nisley. Brings Sentry within six. There's a lot of time left. Ten minutes remaining in the second half. Again, Sentry seeking their eighth title. And now an errant pass to the wing. Schiller somehow finds a way to get it. And now has it reached in and fouled by Kinnebrew. And Bergen Kinnebrew just picked up her fourth. And that's three on Century, but four on Kinnebrew. And now mark the time, 9.51. Kinnebrew exits, buckles in, and it was. Uh, checking Jossie Schiller yesterday, Brad. She's got, you can even see it from here. Look at that right arm bicep. Yep. I said, Jossie, was that a scrape or a tooth bite? You know, she's been a physical. I think she just got a new scratch, by the way, in that last foul. Inbound to O'Halloran, who is back in. Back to Jossie. Jossie drives the block, give to Litzinger. Out of O'Halloran. O'Halloran, plenty of time on the shot clock. Reverse pivot, drive, reach in, ball poked away. Picked up by Spidell, shot clock at 15. Riders in such a hurry, they got plenty of time to operate here. Johnson should have right, left, inside, throws it up, shot blocked by Graybull. Into the hands of Austin, advances to Buckholz, and Buckholz inside, fouled, bumped by Hartsey. Morgan will pick up her first, and all started with a block on the other end, and bonus free throws coming. Have you noticed they've kind of forced her more to her left in the second half? Good get, Brad. Yeah, funneled her a little bit that way. And then, in case she spins, there's still that action in the paint. Right. So, Buckholz at the line. By Graybull. It's a good, clean block, too. Bonus free throws. So you need one to get one. Missed the first. Rebound, Fridley. Fridley, the steal of the basketball. Good offensive board. Give it out to Nisley. And a pass inside. That's tip. Nearly taken away. And it ends up Nisley from downtown Fargo. Rattles out, rebound O'Halloran. Well, the Riders dodged a bullet there down that trip. They lead by six, 9.06 to go in the second half. Schiller drives, knocked over by, falls down. Fridley defending tightly. Out of pass to O'Halloran, top of the key. See, I see now why Justin Schiller wears knee pads. <laughs> She's not the only one either. Weebles wobbles, but doesn't fall down. <laughs> Here comes Schiller. Center elbow, high post to Spidell, jumper from 16. The freshman Spidell, an eight-point rider lead. Nice look. That century crowd that was counting down the shot clock prematurely, and riders have 
kind of succumbed to it. And Zoe Austin says, if you ain't going to stop me, she just split the Red Sea. She's got a deuce. And it brings the patch within six. I think we've learned one thing. Better stop the ball in this game or you're going to pay. Oh, Halloran fakes right, goes left, and Graybull leaning on her all the way in. That'll be a foul on Zion. That's her first team's fourth. Not that they won't rely on Schiller, but it's good to see, well, Schiller set up Spidell for an open shot, and good to see O'Halloran there. Really a good take, quick first step, taking off from the left wing and getting to the free throw line. So O'Halloran at the line. Now Cassie the Brace banked in threes. She misses the first. She's got that good reverse rotation spin. Foslin in for Century. Abby, the freshman, replacing Zaya Grable, the sophomore. The tank's not empty for Century. It certainly isn't empty for for Red River either after this year. Second one in by Cassidy O'Halloran. She's got seven, hit two threes in the first half, the lead to seven for the Riders. Curious if Century is able to find a way to, to pull even and or take a lead. Of course, for the Riders, they can turn you over so quick. Sometimes that doesn't matter. Austin drags a foot on a pass to Nisley. Cross court, caught near side, Fonson. Now to Zoe Austin, left wing to Nisley. Riders spacing out that 2 3. There's the touch to Fridley. Good look inside. Buckholz knocks it in. Buckholz from Fridley, and just like that, Sentry pulls within five. 7.40 remaining in the second half. Riders leading by five and a reach in foul on Austin. And they had some to give. Zoe picks up her first. So she's not in danger. That's her first team's fifth. They got a timeout on the floor. We'll tag it. 7.36 remaining in the second half. This game presented by our friends at Luther Family GMC. We are professional, right? This timeout brought to you by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. As you know, it's the little things that make a difference. Grand Forks Red River 43, Bismarck Century 38. 7.36 to play in the second half. It's the State A title game on 7.40 The Fan. 7.36 remaining in the second half of the State A girls basketball tournament. Grand Forks Red River leading 43 to 38 here in this one. Jack Michaels, Brad Anderson, and well, Brad, it is certainly not for lack of effort for Century. They've they played a little bit better here. I think they've shown up some areas that were deficits in the first half. Well, seven points in about nine and a half minutes and two made field goals. Uh, they've certainly, that's one way that they have kind of gotten themselves back in the game. It's going to be piece by piece. So the Riders inbounded off that timeout. Spidell has it, and after that foul, now a near pass and stolen by Eden Fridley. Fridley got in the passing lane. It's her against Schiller. Let her go, and a rebound tipped out. Schiller did a great defense. Sometimes the best defense is no defense. Well, Sentry did get the offensive board. Skip pass inside to Fridley. Fridley to the corner. Here's a shot fake. Nice step in by Foslin. Shot it short. Rebound to O'Halloran of Grand Forks Red River. And O'Halloran triple team by Patriots everywhere. Gets it to Schiller. Now if they hurry, they're going to have numbers. Hartsey and Spidell. Hartsey lets the traffic slide by to Litzinger. Give to Jossie Schiller. Schiller near side. O'Halloran locking low three. Nearly banked, but crotch no good. And the rebound to Austin of the Bismarck Century. Zoe head uh, into the paint and has the ball knocked out of there and then off of Hartsey out of bounds. The Pats will keep it. Erica Lee will check in for Bismarck Century. I think Red River Brad just missed a golden opportunity. They did, and you kind of wonder how they play about a seven to eight player rotation. You might be a little. Maybe. Know, that gas tank might be a little under half tank right <laughs> now. Right. They're, they're getting tired. Inbound to Fridley off the sideline, and Schiller nearly a puck away steal. 
The five-point rider lead, 43-38, six and a half to play here in the second half. Austin high post driven, looking for the high low. Lee posts up inside now, short post caught by Fossil and lost. Out of bounds, Riders get it. Boy, Jossie Schiller defending on that, that space over there impacts the game well. I know this much. Can't afford those turnovers now down the stretch as McQuillan checks in for the Riders, replacing Morgan Hartsey. Boy, Kent Ripplinger's done a nice job with this club. Five-point yep. lead. Just the style and what they tell I say uh, he's just matched that in with their ability. I mean, it's just the, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's just adjusting to your talent. And he has such a, 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 a demeanor that is not frantic. He's just it's a business-like kind of casual. Wants to set up a shot for a hat or a no. Schiller has it, but not in the shot clock. Riders lead by five. Here goes Jossie. What's she going to do now? Goes right to the 10. Throws it up. Missed it. Rebound, Erica Leo Century. It's a good take. Yeah. Fridley at the point for Century. Fridley inside. Poke away steal from behind. Schiller goes down to the canvas. Has it and forces the steal. She poked it away from behind. Fridley falls to the deck. And here come the Riders. They've got numbers. Five on four. Safety valve to Schiller. Now Fridley recatches up after kind of twisting an ankle on the other side a little bit. But she looks to be okay. She's trying to kind of stretch it and kick it out. 12 on the shot clock. Five and a half to go in the game. Riders lead 43-38. 5.26 to play. Schiller on the feed. There's only five seconds. Hedged out. Four, three. Schiller. Offensive foul. And you saw it coming as Foslin just stood her ground. And don't look now. The straw that stirs Red River has picked up her fourth personal. Look at Ken Ripplinger. Now, Jossie's smart enough to play with four. And I think that's what he's going to do here, Brad. But boy. You could sometimes accidentally get yourself into a problem with a foul. Yep, that's a very that's a very good analogy, right? On that uh, that last instance. 5:20 remaining in the game, and it's 43-38. Riders still lead by five. Century has the ball. Graybold back in, high post to Kinnebrew back in. Kinnebrew put it down, and it's stolen by McQuillan to Jocelyn Schiller. Schiller, right wing. Schiller looked to drive, now hesitates, give back to McQuillan. Deep three, no good. And the rebound to Century's Low Nisley. Logan Nisley, right in her grill as O'Halloran in. Too much in her grill. That'll be the third on Cassidy O'Halloran. Eight, checked that 19 foul. Go the line and shoot bonus free throws for Low Nisley. Yep, seven of eleven from the line. They're the first to the bonus right now, and actually one more foul will be in the double bonus. So, you know, there's one way that they have kind of inched their way back into the game. They've got the got the edge here for the final five. Logan Nisley, three of three from the line, a dozen points in the game. North and Red River boys to follow. After all the between games pop and circumstance, Nisley hits the second. 13 for low, 43-40, and it's a foul on the inbound, and I think Austin just kind of holding on and closely guarding Jocelyn uh, Schiller. 16 fouls on Century, so both teams in the bonus, as Brad mentioned, the next one, River foul, is only two shots for Century. 43-40, Riders lead has been trimmed to three. That thing was in double digits, a good chunk of this game. Century battling. And we've got girls that have to try to stay on the floor. Kinnebrew's playing with four fouls for Century. Schiller step back shot from 18. She got it. Jocelyn Schiller with 23. 
That's a big-time shot, 45-40, still a little step-back mid-range jumper. Misley, cross-court, throws it front-court, stolen. Well, right now tied up, and the arrow does point the Grand Forks Red River. So Logan Nisley saw something for the backcourt into the frontcourt. She was trying to get that ball and beat that press action. The problem is that passed a little high and ended up being tied up. Austin will get a breather. Lee, Graybull, Nisley, Kinnebrew, and Fridley on the floor for Century. Schiller, Litzinger, O'Halloran, Spidell, and McQuillan on the floor for Red River. 45-40, riders lead by five. Drive and dish to the wing. Riders with the ball. Litzinger goes corner O'Halloran. Didn't have the edge on Nisley. Finds Schiller on the wing. Schiller in the paint. Schiller backs up to the three-point arc. Now drives back to the free throw line. Give it to O'Halloran. Spins off a three. It's wide right. Rebound. Schiller. A reverse layup. Oh, my goodness. She's David Copperfield. She's David Copperfield. Jocelyn Schiller. An inverted reverse layup. She's got 25. Boy, shot of the tournament maybe right now, at least for Red River. And they got a seven-point lead. Century high, top key, Kennebrew, teardrop shot, sweet, but doesn't go. And the rebound, O'Halloran. Now time is the issue also for Century. 3.20, I can't imagine. That shot by Schiller had nothing else to do but to fall, spin it in a reverse fashion. And now Century trying to get some poke away steals. Here's Jossie Schiller. Schiller at the line, give it to O'Halloran. This will be a dagger, maybe. Yeah, oh my. A three ball by O'Halloran. It's a three ball by O'Halloran. And Century's in trouble. The Riders have taken a 10-point lead. It's 50 to 40. Westfield on time now. We'll keep it here. Brad, two big plays. That Schiller layup. My goodness, Brad. I wondered how with four fouls, how is she would it would it affect how she's gonna try to score? Well she hit a mid-range jumper, and then that shot defies any kind of logic at, at all, and then O'Halloran has kind of been struggling, been banged up here in the second half, comes out, buries a three, and boy, it, 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 that feels like a dagger, Jack. Still three minutes, a lot can happen. Century's got the edge as far as the bonus goes, but boy, that uh, that made that made the road a little harder to come back from. Yeah, it's just, uh, Brad and I both looking here when O'Hanner let that fly, and I think we were thinking the same thing. Uh, yeah, three minutes is a is a chunk of time, but just the way this this game is playing out, the way the Riders have played, they're just relentless. Uh, and a couple turnovers in the last five possessions for Century hasn't helped, including one a tied up ball that. The arrow pointed to Red River. Of course, that arrow is now in Century's favor. So here's the question. How do you reduce a 10-point deficit in just over three minutes against a team that is suffocating on defense? And as much as they like to speed and move the ball around offensively, they're just tough to close the gap on. Once the Riders get a lead, and we've seen it throughout this tournament, man, they could put you in a deep freeze. And right now, two of those big ice crystals, that inverted reverse layup by Schiller. You're going to be watching that on uh, your highlights around the region later tonight on your, your 1 a.m. replay sports. Wait. <laughs> I got home last night after our game, Brad. I thought, was it 9? It was like 1130. I'm like, wow, that was a game. <laughs> We still got another title game to go. It was so well worth it, though. Oh, yeah, wasn't it? Time time didn't seem to be an issue. Like a great movie. Cross-court pass picked off by Litzinger. And again, boy, Litzinger can make a good free safety. That's twice she's done that. But now Sentry might have to get into that, that mode where you can maybe play one more defensive possession and try to get a stop. 
But after that, you're going to have to start sending the riders to the charity stripe. And Jossie Schiller defended by Eden Friendly. Shot clock at 10. So that's what the Pats are going to do. They're going to hedge out on Jossie. Goes to Colmba Hartsey. Back to Jossie with five. Four. Turn. Hang. Lane. Spin. Shoot. Shot it long. And a rebound in this seat. Though they did take time off the clock. Only 2.15 remains. And the riders are closing in. Buckles with it into a double throws it back caught by Nisley extra pass freely to Kennebrew Kennebrew trying to create look at this defense by Red River look at this defense by Red River Kennebrew got inside no good and the rebound to McQuillan it's tied up in the arrow points to Century that's a nice call Brad because there wasn't really a lot of contact a height disparity and it looked clean yes all those things right? basically yeah, there, there wasn't a ton of contact there and Boy, Century got two pretty decent looks, but quite honestly, you know what? Clock's ticking away. Red River's willing to play that game. And Justin Schiller just stepped in and stole the inbounds pass. What can't this kid do? And she looks like she has the most fun playing basketball than any human you've ever seen. Schiller enters right wing to Hartsey. Now the corner to McQuillan. But I'm going to stop short saying she's academic. Canterbury coming out to defend McQuillan. Now Fridley, they're trying to foul right now. The shot clock at six. Instead, now Schiller goes. Oh, and a foul. And there's your dagger for perhaps the tournament MVP. Jossie Schiller, the juice. Wow, Fridley picks up her fourth. 27 for her. She may fall short of Doreen Heiser's title game record, but I don't think Jossie cares. Second, or the free throw is good. Another and one. 28 for her. I know we're talking about Miss Basketball. We'll be awarding that here shortly. I think if she's not a Miss Basketball finalist in 24, we've not done our job. We're, we're all in trouble. That is uh, very, very much the case. I'll just leave it at that. 13 point rider lead with 133 remaining. Yeah, it is. It's been incredible, Brad. We hear so much. She averaged 26 points a game uh, this year, you know, coming out of Red River. Yes, she's a com- uh, commit pro, commit to the University of North Dakota. Um, maybe not fair to project her too much two years from now or three years from now, but my goodness, Mallory Bernhardt is, is going to get a kid that is a, is a mold, a piece of clay that you can mold into that collegiate game because what she's going to bring to the table is just, just going to be a lot. Yeah, I just, where do you, where do you play her? Is she a right. two? I don't know. Is she big enough to be a three? You just have her run go at the point? I, wow, that, that's a good point, too. I mean, she's she's adept enough. She handles the ball enough, and she's smart enough that, yeah, she might be an ideal you know, mid-major point guard. Man, a lot. 53-40, the Riders in search of their second state title. Fridley, front court again. Tremendous defense by Litzinger. They double up. There's that lob pass. Nisley, fake pass, 28-footer. Logan Nisley. Nothing but the bottom of the net. 16 for Nisley. Brings Sentry within 10. And Nisley, a quick foul on McQuillan. And Logan's going to be doing that for Amy Williams in Lincoln, Nebraska. I talked to Logan last night. I saying, uh, I'm a fan of a restaurant that rhymes with uh, Maize and Mains. <laughs> it's a chicken place. There's one in Lincoln. I said, Logan, how lucky are you? You get to eat at that restaurant. She goes, you know what? Ate it once. Not a fan. I, my mouth was agape. McQuillan hits the free throw. She's got six. What a big to differ with her on that one. I'm uh, I, I'm kind of in your corner right, when it comes Brad, to said uh, said chicken restaurant. Yes. <laughs> the fries are the crinkle fries. The Oh, the, the Texas toast. Oh, yeah. oh, and the, and the, the I'm, a, mean, I'm such a coleslaw guy anyway. <laughs> right? McQuillan hits both. I told this, I said, I mean, 
can you be talked out of it? <laughs> 55-43, Riders leading by 12. And 71 seconds remaining. Fridley coast to coast. Nice take, Eden. Uh, Eden to be back next year, just a junior. And a quick foul as Fridley fouls for the fifth time. And her day has come to an end. But a good tournament for Eden Fridley. You know, saw Fred a little bit yesterday. Pops and Lisa and Mom and her sister are good ball players. So Eden Fridley fouls out. Zoe Asan and Jossie Schiller is out the line. 28 in a game for Schiller. 65 seconds remaining. A 10-point lead for Grand Forks Red River. Free throw is on its way and good. 29 for Schiller. Man, alive, this, this young lady. 5'7", doesn't even look 5'7". Just, uh, just such a talent. One of the state's top runners. Second one good. 30 for Schiller. 57-45 lead back to 12. And the Riders continue just to play that good tight defense. Here's a cross-court pass. Got Buckholtz at it. Right wing cross-court to Nisley. Nisley just looking for a step-back shot somewhere. Top of the key. Trying to hunt a shot. She does. Fires one up. Shot it short. Rebound out of bounds. Off of Century. Riders get it. 47 seconds. And Grand Forks Red River starting to feel it. I guess we're just minutes away from that Rider Nation rising up. Well, the inbounds, if they can get it in. Inbounds comes to Schiller. Schiller will keep the dribble in the backcourt. And a quick touch foul on Kittebrew and Bergen. Finishes her high school basketball career. A dozen points today. She is a Miss Basketball finalist. That will be announced between games here after the, the girls' title game. Great career for Bergen Kinnebrew. She'll take her wares to the University of Mary. Jossie Schiller is at the line. 30 points in this evening's game. Yeah, Jossie just... And, of course, when you're a cross-country runner in track and field, she never comes out. I'm... I'm he cares like her lung capacity. <laughs> it's the first. She Just stamina-wise. Stamina. This would make it 32 for Schiller. The second one is up and good. Schiller's got 32, and she's one point away, by the way, from a championship game single uh, championship game point record. 39 seconds to play. 59-45. The lead is 14. Driving in is Austin. Throws it up. No good. Rebound Spidell. And a foul called on Red River trying to reach and poke that ball away. So, O'Halloran picks up her fourth personal. At the line is Erica Lee. We've done a nice job on the post for a century. No field goals, no points today. And Erica misses the first free throw. Well, Lee's usually good for a couple of putbacks or a post-touch or something like that. Abby Foslin checks in, and Logan Nisley's career has come to an end. 16 she'll finish with today. And again, she, a Miss Basketball finalist. 31 seconds remaining in this one. Second one, good by Lee. They get it into Jocelyn Schiller. And Schiller in the backcourt. And a quick foul on Austin. And Zoe picks up her third. And Brad, to be honest with you, this is interesting foul because now... The got most a, points in a title a chance game. For that record, yeah. Doreen Heiser, 33. So Logan Nisley, if she could hit two free throws, would have a new tournament record. She has tied the record. She has tied Doreen Heisler for 33 points in a title game. And if she makes this one, 
Her name will stand alone. Second one. It's Jossie Schiller. She gets them both. A new tournament record, 34 points in a title game, and a near steal on the other end. 20 seconds remain. Austin teardrop shot. Banked in good. So always, only Austin puts it in. 12 seconds remain, and it's all academic. Century is going to capitulate, and this game is coming to a close. The Grand Forks Red River Rough Riders, for the first time since 1988, are the State A Girls Champion. your final. They've waited since 1988. And in 2023, the championship trophy is heading back to Grand Forks Red River. And in the process, the Juice sets a new single game, championship game, tournament record with 34 points. In a title game, surpassing Doreen Heisler of Devil's Lake, who scored 33 in 1984 against Wapiton. 61-48, your final Grand Forks Red River, the top team in Class A girls basketball in the state of North Dakota. What a performance, not only this weekend, but all season long. They finish 25-2. and on the year 25 and 2 on the year and the riders the state title we go back to 1988 that team coached by gene royce one of the quality quality basketball people that came out of the state of north dakota and here we are all these years later where you wait 35 years 35 years to get your second state title and well earned well earned and jossie schiller and company jossie gets a lot of mention she's a very humble young lady and this certainly is a team effort you couldn't do it without you can't defend like red river defends without it being a team effort i'll be announcing our old tournament team in a moment as your name is called please come forward and as they announce him here, we have him here from in West front of us. Brenna Dick from West Fargo Cheyenne on the old tournament team. We nearly had two scoring records for Lily Bell came four points shy of tying the most points in three games in a Fargo, tournament. Riley Simon. Simon on the old tournament team. Riley Simon heading to North Fargo, Dakota State. Chloe Fowl from West Fargo High School. We're now Bismarck Legacy will be represented here, Alyssa Eckroth. From Bismarck Legacy, Alyssa Eckroth. For the Sabres in this tournament. Lily Bell out there with uh, Brenna Dick, I see. Now Century Girls. Uh, a couple of these have found out of today's game, but what a career. Bergen Kinnebrew of Bismarck Century about to be announced. From Bismarck Century, Bergen Kinnebrew. Well, Kinnebrew today. They had a big first half in Kinnebrew. A Miss Basketball finalist. From Bismarck Century, Logan Nisley. Logan Nisley, a Miss Basketball finalist. Nisley comes out. And Eden Fridley about From to Bismarck make her Century, way out. Eden Fridley. Eden Fridley, the junior on the old tournament team. A good tournament for Eden Fridley. And now the Red River 
from Red River, Cassidy O'Halloran on the all-tournament team, and your tournament MVP about to be announced. And from Red River, Jossie Schiller. Jossie Schiller. And there's your all-tournament team. Jocelyn Schiller will also be named the most valuable player and of this tournament. MVP from Red River, Jossie Schiller. Well, what a tournament. What a tournament. And gentlemen, this is your all-tournament team as voted on by the media. 61-48 to final. Grand Forks Red River wins it by 13. In a moment, we'll get some sound from the victorious Red River Rough Rider players. Brad Anderson standing by as they take pictures of this whole tournament team on the court. Yet to come the, the men's, the, the boys North championship, North and Red River. But right now, let's do the coach of the year. Basketball coaches throughout the state. Kent Ripplinger of Red River, Your certainly a good year. Nate Wellstead ran the table for a while. They were 20 0 in the EDC, 23 and 4 now overall. North Dakota High School Girls Basketball Coach of the Year is from Minot, Jason Schwartz. Well, Jason Schwartz of Minot is named the Coach of the Year. Won the West Region, came in as the number one seed. And he's making his way out of the crowd. The Majets. Seated behind the basket. In this title game, we'll get to the numbers and the scoring in this one. But know this, Jocelyn Schiller with her 34 points has, again, set a championship scoring record. The Grand Forks Red River Rough Riders winning their second title in school history and their first since 1988. From West Fargo, Riley Simon. Senior Athlete of the Year award to be announced. Riley Simon of West Fargo, a nominee. From Bismarck Century. And Logan, Logan Nisley, a nominee. And Riley Simon has gone back to the stand. She'll come back out here on the uh, center court. Logan Nisley is out there. And here comes Riley. And from Bismarck Century, Bergen Kennebrew. And Bergen Kennebrew. Two Century Patriots up for senior athlete of the year so two patriots and a west fargo packer the 2023 senior athlete of the year is from Bismarck century logan, logan Nisley. Nisley, the senior athlete of the year and logan Nisley heading to nebraska to play in the big 10 for the corn huskers mariley simon heading to north dakota state Playing for the Bison, Bergen Kimber, heading to the University of Mary. Announcing the participants here, and each will get their individual plaques and medals. Let's take a look at the final numbers and the scoring of this one for the team stance in this one. The Riders, 16 of 54 for the field, shot 29%. Century, 17 of 50 for the field, shot 34%. Red River was 4 of 13 beyond three-point arc, 30%. Century, 4 of 17 for 23%. Red River ended up shooting 31 free throws in this game and made 25. 25 points at the line today for Grand Forks Red River. Bismarck Century, 10 of 15 from the charity strike. Red River ended up out-rebounding Century, 32 to 28 today. The turnovers, 18 for Century, 11 for Grand Forks, Red River. The Riders had 13 steals 
in today's game. Individual numbers for Bismarck Century led by Logan Nisley tonight with 16 points and five rebounds. 16 points for Nisley. Bergen Kennever with a dozen points, three rebounds and two steals. Seven points for Eden Fridley in this game and five rebounds, three assists. Six points for Ashlyn Buckles, four rebounds for Ashlyn, four points for Zoe Austin, two points for Abby Fosland, and a point for Erica Lee. For the century total of 48. For the victorious Grand Forks Red River Rough Riders, they were led tonight by Jossie Schiller, setting a championship game record 34 points in tonight's game, 18 of 21 from the line. Schiller in the second half at the charity stripe was 10 for 10. She was 8 of 11 in the first half, and, and Jossie Schiller, 18 of 21 from the free throw line. Schiller had 34 points. Five assists, three rebounds, and two steals. Castillo Halloran had ten points in the game for Grand Forks Red River and six rebounds. Seven points for Riley McQuillan, six rebounds and three steals. Good line for McQuillan. Ellis Fidel, four points, six rebounds, a block shot. Morgan Hartsey with four points in the game today and two steals. Two points for Hannah Litzinger and three steals and five rebounds. Boy, that's Grand Forks Red River, isn't it? Just a total team effort. Again, led by the 34 points of Jocelyn Schiller. The two records I said that nearly fell here in this weekend state girls basketball tournament. The Kathy Fisher record for most points in a tournament in three games. She had 90 points. Kathy Fisher of Jamestown in 1976. Lily Bell, a freshman from Minot, finished with 86. Four shy of tying Kathy Fisher's mark. Most points in any game, 47 by Cammie Anderson. That stays. Uh, but the championship game, most points, that falls. Doreen Heisler put in 33 in 1984 for Devil's Lake against Wapiton it is surpassed tonight by Jocelyn Schiller who scores 34 in the game. Schiller is only a junior. In fact you look at these lineups and for Bismarck Century Eden Fridley a junior, Zoe Austin a sophomore Foslin a freshman, Gray Bowl a sophomore you know, a number of underclassmen there. Erica Lee is a junior, so a number of those girls returning. Now they graduate Logan Nisley. They graduate Bergen Kinnebrew. Graduate Gabby Bird. They graduate Emma Guffmiller. So four seniors. Century's got a lot coming back for Grand Forks Red River. We can look at the seniors. Cassidy O'Halloran making the all-tournament team. She's a senior. Amber Johnson a senior. Brooklyn Bergeron. Good minutes today. A senior. Everybody else is coming back. Grand Forks Red River returning next year. Morgan Hartsey gets out of minutes, obviously. Jossie Schiller, Roddy McQuillan, Hannah Litzinger, Ellis Bidell. I mean, there is a lot coming back for Grand Forks Red River. They might be right back in the same spot coming up in 2024. Team trophies being announced and handed out here. That's the final award ceremony. Bismarck Century holding up their second place trophy. And here comes Grand Forks Red River. The seniors followed by the team. This concludes.
the basketball awards ceremony. Grand Forks Red River holding that trophy to their crowd, their fans. And that is a happy bunch of girls. They waited 35 years. 35 years. And they and come the to the and not only an accomplished we'll back. cross country post game show coming up right after this. So the final today in the state A girls championship basketball game. Grand Forks Red River 61. Bismarck Century 48. More next on 740. We'll send it over to Brad Anderson. I see Brad is about to catch up with Coach Kent Ripplinger of the Grand Forks Red River Rough Riders. And when you're a superstar, the media watches. Schiller literally is going from one mic to one camera to one mic to another camera. But it was a team effort tonight. Grand Forks Red River wins it over Bismarck Century 61-48, to 48, the final in this one. Yet to come in our postgame report. We'll also be announcing Miss Basketball. Uh, Miss Basketball. But before we do anything of that, we have to do some quick business. The CI Sport of the game. Well, that is brought to you by CI Sport, your number one source for corporate, collegiate, high school, and tourism apparel, CI Sport. Our CI Sport of the game is Jocelyn Schiller. Jossie Schiller about to make her way. We'll see if we can't catch up with Joss as well here in a moment uh, right now. She's doing team. She's our CI Sport of the game. And Miss Basketball Award will also be announcing that uh, tonight. Schiller with the 34 and Grand Forks Red River. How can't you be pleased? Century was searching for their eighth title. Their eighth title and Red River seeking their second title. Second title. And uh, we'll see if we can't get, uh, we'll get to Brad and then we'll grab Jossie perhaps and bring her over here as well. Now the second title and you waited 35 years for that title. We'll get Jossie over here as well. That's good communication. We'll talk with Josh. We'll go to Brad. That's good when you have that good communication there. Josh, realizes that, that 15 different media personnel want to grab her for this one. Uh, the uh, Red River Rough Riders went it by 13 today. As I mentioned, we'll be announcing in between games here today the uh, Miss Basketball uh, uh, the winner of today. And you heard the post-game ceremonies there, the Senior Athlete uh, of the Year. And uh, that went to Logan Nisley between her and Ronnie Simon and Bergen Kinnebrew. And now let's see. Uh, Brad's uh, Brad's in the in the sea of red. Let's go over to Brad Anderson. We'll make sure that that gets uh, connected. We'll get some of our capabilities here. They got ample time as the wider boys and Spartan boys are out here on the floor getting warmed up for their game. Good to have you on board tonight at 740 The Fan for the State Aid coverage. Again, our games is always all we can ask. Coach Kent Ripplinger, and boy, it's got to feel a long time coming, but boy, it's got to be definitely worth it. It is. I mean, it has been a long time, and uh, people are talking about it for several days here, and it's nice to... Not have to worry. <laughs> Add another year to that 31, you know. So, well, longer than that since they won it. So, you know, again, all credit goes to these kids. They work their tails off, especially on the defensive end. And I thought we executed pretty well, you know, offensively when we needed to. You know, Century, they're just a great team. They stepped it up defensively in the second half, and 
we responded just enough and, and went in critical times to stop whatever they were putting together. So proud of the kids. Love these guys. Um, it's a great group. Yeah, no doubt. I think it, it just with their talent level and what they can do, I just think everybody meshes well. I think that was the thing that impressed me as well. They bought into the defensive side of it, and everything kind of flowed from there. Yeah, I mean, that's that's this group. I mean, we just, they trust in what we're doing. They believe in what we're doing, and they've been doing it all year. And it just, it all came together this last weeks, and sometimes that's how it has to go. So, again, like I said, I couldn't ask for a better group. I've been saying it all year. Couldn't ask for a better group. Joshie Schiller, uh, put it in words what she means to you and what she did tonight. Uh, she's awesome. I mean, she's an amazing kid and even, uh, you know, an amazing basketball player, uh, amazing teammate. She puts her heart and soul into this, and it should show when you commit to something, you believe in something. For anybody, doesn't matter how hot, how how tall you are, how much you weigh, whatever. That kid's got a bigger heart than anybody I know. So, and that's what keeps us going as a team, and that's what keeps her going, and that's why she's so doggone successful. Congratulations. Thank you. And job well done, certainly by that head coach. And, and look at Kent Ripplinger, quick to to push it over to the the player standpoint. And I know Brad had an opportunity also. And we get time, we'll maybe hear from. Uh, Riley McQuillan, and then of course Jossie Schiller about to make her way over here. She's everybody wants a piece. Let's go back over to Brad. All right, with uh, Riley McQuillan, state champion. How's that? Uh, how's that sound to you? It's amazing. It's I have no words. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, it just seems like a recipe. You just play a lot of defense. Joshie does a lot of things offensively, and it just the rest of you guys just kind of fill in. Uh, fill in where needed, don't you? Yeah, Jossie had a heck of a game, and we just had to go out and play our defense, and that won it for us. It just seems like this team meshes well together. I think with all the talents and all the abilities, I think you know what what Coach Ripplinger does for you guys. It just seems like it just everything. Everything you do just seems to make sense and seems to fit. Yeah, he's a great coach, and he gels things together for us, and it helps playing with them as last year, and they're such good players, and it helps we all get along, and we have good chemistry on the court, and it shows. Did you get to a point in the second half? Uh, did, you, did you feel fatigued a little bit? Did you have to get your second win? You just have to push through the fatigue no matter what, and... You just got to fight through it in battle. I suppose with Jossie, she's a runner too, so she's kind of leading the way. You got to try and keep pace. Yeah, she sets the tone for us defensively and offensively, always hustling, and she gets it done for us, and we just have to follow. All right, go get in the picture. Congratulations. Thank you. That is Riley McQuillan and uh, Coach Ripplinger now joined by Jossie Schiller here today. And I think, I know you set a record for points in a championship game, Josh. I think you just set a record for the most interviews. <laughs> you've ever done consistently congratulations josh uh, just talk about the game out there it, it took a lot of energy you guys once you got ahead and kept the lead uh, you knew they were going to make a run i imagine uh, talk about the, the flow of the game yeah you know we wanted to come out really hard in the first half which i think we did coming in the second half it was um, a little tough to get going but once we got going it was, there was no looking back so many special plays. I wondered, and Brad and I were talking about this, how they were going to try to stop your your penetration and your action. And you did pick up a fourth foul in there. Did did Sentry do some things different, like give you a space and then try to close the space? Talk about how you were being defended. Yeah, you know, there, Eden Fridley was on me, and she's a really good defender. And but you know, I I knew what I could do, and I knew I could get to the basket somehow. And you know, sometimes you have to pick up those fouls, but you got to keep it. 
35 years Red River has waited. I remember that 88 team. Gene Royce, a dear friend of mine, and had a good club. That was 1988. You weren't anywhere near planet Earth at that point. Yep. But what does this mean, do you think, Jossie, for Red River, for Grand Forks? What does this mean? Yeah, I just think it's, for all these girls, it's really crazy. And, you know, one of our, Cassie O'Hall and her mom won it last time. That's right. So I think that's just really crazy for her to go out on a win just like her mom. And I think it was just amazing for all of us. It really was. What a heck of a tournament. And you knocked off, Doreen Heiser is one of the all-time great players in the history of North Dakota. And Doreen has to step aside now. She had 33, but it's such a team effort. Let's take a quick, uh, hold on, let's take a quick uh, selfie. This seems like, boy, I had my flash on. <laughs> Jossie, go celebrate with your team. Congratulations. Good job, Joss. Jossie Schiller joining us on the postgame report. And uh, what a special, special athlete. And she said Castillo Halloran's mother on that 88 team, uh, part of that other championship. But we come back. Well, we've gone through the particulars, our CI sport of the game. We just heard from her right there. When we come back, we'll lay out the finalists for the Miss Basketball Award and let you in on who that is going to be, that winner. We'll do that coming up next. A final today in the State A Girls Basketball Championship. It was Grand Forks Red River 61, Century 48. We're back with more on 740 The Fan.